Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Life for Wired podcast, and thank you guys for joining us on this Sunday, May 29th. Today's topic was inspired by a concept from Simon Sinek that we think you know directly applies to a lot of what it is that we talk about on this podcast and we think would provide a lot of value to you guys and in your individual lives. And this concept is really all about viewing our lives and our goals as a continuum versus a single event. But before we begin, this podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. We believe that Athletic Greens is the simplest way to get all of the necessary daily vitamins and minerals in just one scoop. On top of that, you're getting the antioxidant level of 10 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables, which you know not many of us have the ability to get this amount of servings in a given day. So it's a great way to fill in the gaps. With our partner offer, you guys can get five free travel packs and a one-year supply of vitamin D and K2 with your order of Athletic Greens. And as always, we will be sharing the link for that offer in our show notes. But on to today's episode, episode 36. As we discussed you know, in the introduction, today's topic was inspired by a concept that we heard from Simon Sinek, who really shares a lot of awesome personal development content in general. Um, but ironically, you know, this specific concept that Simon was talking about was really applying directly to former athletes. You know, he was giving the specific example about Michael Phelps as he kind of transitioned out of his professional career um, and just about how he battled, you know, severe depression, anxiety when he did retire, when he was moving on, you know, to the next stage of his life. And so Simon Sinek said, Every decision made during an athlete's entire life is to help them advance a finite goal. And he goes on to describe that it is much healthier to view life as a continuum versus as a single event. And when I was first listening to him describe and talk through this concept, it just really struck me at my core specifically um, because I feel like at multiple points throughout my own life, I've set finite goals for myself. And you know, once I achieve those goals, and it was on to the next thing, you're kind of lost. You're kind of like, you know, what what do I do with my life? What what is the next step? You know, I just worked so tireless tirelessly and I worked so hard, you know, toward this specific goal. What does it look like once I achieve that goal? And, you know, I have two specific times in my life where this really relates and really when I was listening to it, it stood out to me and it, it mentally took me back to these two times in my life. But first was, you know, when I was really trying to become the football player I always wanted to be during my time at Ohio State. You know, when I joined the team, there was a big, big gap between me just joining the team and then, you know, me eventually getting onto the field. And I remember for years and for years and for years, I had a specific goal to A, get on the field and B, get a scholarship. And those two goals really kind of defined my life over the course of you know a four to five year span during my time at Ohio State. And these were very finite goals. I didn't really say, hey, after this, I'm going to achieve X, or I didn't really carry the perspective or the mindset that it was going to be a continuation. It was in and of the sense very finite. I was viewing, you know, the scholarship and you know playing, getting on the field as a very finite goal with nothing really after that. And Ironically, when I did achieve those goals, I was lost. This was probably, you know, where I experienced the most adversity I've ever really experienced in my life because I've always been an athlete, you know, my whole life. It's always been something I've been working toward, whether it was lacrosse or football. And so inevitably, when I reached that time where, you know, I did get the scholarship, I did get on the field 
And, you know, while that was an incredible experience and something that, you know, I always talk about, you know, throughout the throughout different times on the podcast, but also, you know, on social media and just um, throughout different areas of my life when talking about this story, it's very evident that, you know, I didn't have a good, strong foundational plan B or I didn't really have a good idea of what it looked like after those things were achieved. And so when they were achieved, that's when I felt lost. That's when I was struggling. And that's when I was really trying to decide, you know, what that next step would look like, which brought me to my career in sales where I was similarly, you know, setting finite goals only to achieve them and then be empty after the fact. So I was almost repeating that cycle by, you know, then focusing toward becoming, you know, a business development manager, then becoming a sales manager in my career in sales, where it was, you know, just setting these finite goals, but not exactly planning or having the perspective of what life would look like after the fact. And so while, you know, it took me a few times, I have since learned, you know, from both of those experiences. And now I really try to apply this continuation and this, um, you know, long-term perspective to life that in all that I do now. And so, you know, my acceptance for both in my fitness career and in my business where, you know, I have clients asking me, you know, what I'm working towards specifically certain things in my training. And my answer always remains the same where it's truly just to become a better version of myself. And while it sounds simple, it actually has pushed me further than I really ever thought was possible because I've instead, you know, focused in on small little incremental things I will do daily that are going to compound over time and eventually get me to where I want long term, but always realizing and having the mindset that it is a long term game, that when I achieve these certain goals or metrics along the way, it doesn't mean it stops. It means that it only continues and pushes further. And, you know, I cherish that same perspective in my business. You know, I think both Christina and I have both worked toward having that perspective of the long game. We always remind ourselves of that. You know, we're in this for the long game. We, we talk about that in our fitness journeys and we very much so talk about it, you know, with our businesses as well. And so um, we just really think that, you know, this principle could apply to so many of you out there. If you are someone who has felt like you set goals in the past only to find yourself kind of empty once you've achieved them. And so this is just definitely a way to help bulletproof you guys and get you in a mindset where, yes, we have goals. Yes, we have metrics we want to work toward. But at the end of the day, we have to have that perspective and that mindset that life is going to be an infinite game until the day, obviously, that you know we die. But it is an infinite game until that moment. And so we really want to help you guys not set finite goals and set yourselves up for failure. We want to help you set you guys up, set you guys up for success. Exactly. And the whole reason we have this podcast is to hear both perspectives. And I've talked about this topic a lot in terms of like your fitness journey. There's no finish line essentially to your fitness journey. It's something we have for the rest of our lives. And while I'm not a former athlete per se, this has shown up in different areas of my life. So giving a perspective of like fitness and career and how I saw myself setting finite goals. And then after I either had like post-show blues or I was just like lost and I felt stuck. So For me, it's shown up. um, I know I've talked about competing a lot, but this is like a season of so many lessons in my life. And it was like a very trialing season for me. So it's made me who I am today, just like Zach's adversity he faced in football made him who he is today. So after my show, you know, I looked at this like show date, hopping on stage as like my end goal. I never once thought, what's my game plan after? Even my coach and I, like the day of my show, that was the end of our coaching relationship. So I didn't have a game plan to like reverse diet or set strength goals or be like, okay, what's next? Like, what's my timeline for my future career or whatever that may be. So I went to the extremes of 
getting on stage in an unattainable way and then never once thought what comes after. And then what came after was post-show blues. I'm like, okay, now what's the point of working out? I lost my love for fitness. I lost my love for eating healthy. And I've talked about before how it became a vicious cycle of extremes. I was like, okay, I'm going to go all out on like not working out and eating soul foods. And then I was like, okay, now I have to go back to eating clean 100% of the time and not going out at all. So it was just like a cycle of like, I was just very lost and I didn't know how to like keep going because I had a finite goal and I didn't know what came afterwards. So Instead of doing that, if I could go back and change things, I would set up a reverse diet plan. I would say, okay, by this, you know, after my show day, I'm going to reverse diet until X day. I'm going to work on this strength goal for this compound lift and this strength goal for this compound lift. And then I'm going to work on, you know, other areas of your life too. You don't have to just focus on one area of your life. I made this whole season of life about fitness and competing. And then afterwards, I couldn't balance out the efforts that I put into it. And it caused just a big spiral essentially. And the same thing happened in my career, uh, believe it or not. So I was like, I always wanted this specific title or specific promotion, like in the coaching world. And then once I got there, there was no room to grow. So I set this finite goal and I was just kind of like, okay, now I'm stuck here. And is this really what I always wanted? Like, is this the day-to-day life that I want to live forever? Um, I set this finite goal and never had something that came afterwards. And that causes you to like hit a sticking point with your growth and you can become complacent in life. And when I became complacent in that area, it showed up in my fitness, it showed up in my friendships, and it can show up in your relationships too. So like this trajectory that we're talking about of like striving, striving, striving for that end goal. And then once you get there, you just kind of feel lost. And that can translate to every single area because that's, you know, how you feel at your core. So another area I wanted to kind of talk about before we dive into how to prevent this from happening in your life and in your goals is... I see this a lot, obviously, now that we're engaged. I'm a bride-to-be, and I coach so many brides. And, you know, on this podcast, we talk about, like, our mistakes we've made, how we see these things pop up in our personal lives, and then how we see it pop up in our clients' lives. Because we know a lot of you that listen are in the same shoes as our clients or the former versions of ourselves. So we kind of want to put you guys in those shoes and prevent this from, you know, occurring for you. So what I see this happen a lot in is it's wedding season right now. And whether you're a guest in a wedding or it is your wedding, People want to feel their best. They want to look their best. It's summer months. And that end date of like the wedding day is the final goal. Like we prep for the wedding. All this hype is leading up to it. There's so much energy and momentum that goes into this one end date. And it's like the big game. Like this is the end game. How you feel at your big day. Then afterwards, I see a lot of my brides struggle afterwards because it's like post-wedding blues. Like I experienced post-show blues. I'm sure Zach experienced post-football blues, you know, like after the season's over okay, who am I now, you know? And so all of these women were used to being fiancés, they were prepping, they were in a cut, and then afterwards it's like, okay, now we have to reverse diet, now we have to set our next goal, like what are we striving for now? And for them it was like, oh, I never even thought about that, like it's not like your life ends on your wedding day, you know, you have your health and fitness journey and your life forever, obviously, as we mentioned, so it kind of causes a spiral where like they lose their identity and they're like, what's the point of working out, what's the point of eating healthy, because I'm not going to be getting married again, but you're also, you're going to be a wife every day. You're going to be a human every day. You're going to show up to work. You're going to show up to all these areas of your life and you have to feel like your best self. So just like Zach said, setting those small, tangible daily goals that help you beat your former self and become the best version of you is where that magic happens. And that's why that momentum will continue after that big day or end date, essentially. Yeah, exactly. I think that's so important. And it's been a reoccurring theme, you know, throughout this whole podcast that, it's truly important to embrace the journey. 
all the all the lessons we learn, all the experiences that we cherish, and all the memories that we accumulate over time are all because of that journey. And by having that mindset of life being this continuation, goals being a continuation, you are then getting into that mindset of embracing the journey. That way you're not getting super anxious or super tied down to a specific end date. You're more flexible, you're more adaptable. And so we really want to give you guys tangible ways that you know you can set goals, but with that perspective of continuation and of life being you know for the long term, for the long haul, and focusing in on that. Yeah, and just like you mentioned, you know, the big thing here is to make sure that these goals last long term. So the number one thing we do consistently, we do this individually and collectively as a couple, whether that's financial goals or personal goals or business goals, but we want to keep that momentum going long term. So we set monthly goals and this doesn't have to be anything like ridiculous. I do post on my stories, you know, first of every month, like here are some journal prompts you can do, but it doesn't have to be that excessive. You can literally open the notepad on your phone and put June goals, one, two, three. That's it. So you can refer back to it. You can pin it to the top of your notepad. So everything you do every day ties back to these three goals. Think about each day. What can I do to push me one step closer to this goal? How can I move the needle forward? How can I get 1% closer to this savings goal, this income goal, this fitness goal? Um, So for me, I like to do all areas of life and I'll show a beginner strategy and an advanced strategy for setting goals. So first thing you can do is, like I said, write down a fitness related goal, personal goal, financial goal, for example. But I like to do three per category now because we've been doing this for a couple of years. So I'll do like three fitness goals, like a strength goal, weight loss goal, or whatever that may be. Three personal goals, three financial goals, and then three like social life goals. Like if you're somebody who is high achieving and you know you're striving to excel in your career and in your fitness, it's really hard to balance your relationships and your friendships and your finances too. So I like to set goals in all areas so that one area is not slacking, such as social life or friendships. Um, so you can do three in each category and we do this on a monthly basis. I like to create a mood board for it. My girl's listening. I know you guys love mood boards too. So I'll just go on Pinterest. And if I have like a fitness goal, that's like to beat my mile time, I'll get a picture of a girl running. I'll put that on a layout app and make a collage. I'll put like, if I have a goal to save a certain amount, there's a bunch of Pinterest pictures of like lots of money and it doesn't have to be like, so, you know, it's not monetary goals or like, what's the word I'm looking for? Superficial goals, but it just embodies that savings goal. And then Something we do on a yearly basis is, whether that's on our birthdays or on our business anniversaries, we'll go out to dinner and while we're at that dinner, we're obviously celebrating another year of life or another year of business, but we write down in our notepads, like I remember we went out for Zach's business anniversary in the summer and I was just like, hey, you should write in your notepad like everything you achieved this year because you can really like beat yourself up and be like, oh, I'm not where I want to be or like you can just... You just don't see everything you've accomplished when you're looking at it from a certain perspective. So by me saying like, zoom out, look at this past year, 365 days, what have you achieved? He listed out like a bunch of things and you're like, damn, I'm really proud of myself. And then we're like, okay, what can we do this year to like beat yourself? And I feel like not a lot of couples do that, like push each other to like achieve higher goals. Um, A lot and something I see too is just like collectively as a couple, a lot of people they're just on the same wavelength of like building momentum and like beating themselves from the year before. And that's where you can get stuck where like one person's outgrowing the other or like one person's holding the other person back because they don't want to see you doing better than they are. And not to sound bad, but I do see a lot of couples like that and it does prevent you from reaching your goal. So what we do together is celebrate our wins and focus on how we can be, be ourselves that next year. And always having that end goal in mind, like we obviously establish those goals and those metrics but we don't let it 
define us and we don't yeah. let it hold us back. You know, we're very, you, as you guys can tell in us talking through these different points, especially this first and second point, is that, you know, we set these things, but the focus then shifts immediately to what are we doing right now? Mm -hmm. It immediately shifts to the present and how that goal is going to transcend beyond that metric or that specific, you know, goal that we have set. You know, what what is it going to look like beyond that? How are we going to continue to achieve in that area that's not finite and not in a way that holds us back or ties us down to that one specific goal or metric? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and the next one was um, it ties into that exactly, like not viewing it as an end date. So, like, let's say for my birthday this year, I'm setting goals for the entire year of 29. So, if there's a vacation or, like, let's say our wedding was halfway in the middle of, like, my 29th year of life, I don't just stop goal setting at the wedding date. That's not, like, the end goal for me. I'm going to set goals for the following six months. Like, how can I keep the momentum going after the post wedding blues even though we're actually getting married when i'm 30 yikes um but it's just something you have to think about like in the grand scheme of an entire year it prevents you from like viewing one date like let's say like zach's final football game like there's still six months after that for the year like what can you try to achieve each month moving forward and that helps that from becoming your identity which ties into the next the last and final number four so don't let one category of your life define you so you guys just really need to be careful about putting all your chips into one basket. You heard Christina talk about, you know, her career as a bodybuilder. You've heard my perspective on my career as a football player and, you know, even my professional career and how we let specific titles, we let specific, you know, points in our journey really define who we are when in reality, our life is so much more than that. Our life and who we are as a person is an accumulation of so many different things. So. Don't let you don't let yourselves get caught in one specific category and don't let yourselves get defined by just one thing that's that that is part of your life or part of your identity. You know, once again, once that thing is taken away, you got to be ready for what's next. You got to be prepared for the type of person you'll be if something gets taken away from you. And you know, for me it was being an athlete, for Christina it was being a bodybuilder, but we've since, you know, taken that mindset that achiever mindset that we had for those things and how have just applied it now to other areas of our lives. And when you guys have this perspective and when you cherish, you know, the journey over that end date or that end goal, you're going to have so much more enjoyment throughout your life. You're going to have so much more memories, positive memories built by really truly enjoying that process and enjoying that journey. And it allows you guys to be adaptable. It allows you to pivot. It allows you to change course. You know, if you guys get so caught up in one specific thing and letting that thing define you, it's really going to cause you to feel boxed in. It's going to cause you to not feel adaptable when issues arise, when maybe you didn't achieve that goal in the specific time period that you wanted to achieve it. So just embrace the journey, guys. Embrace the journey for the long haul. You know, anything that you're doing right now, there's a good chance it's going to be for the continuation of your whole life. You're going to be working on that thing till the day we die. And whether that be your fitness journey, your your professional career, and when I say professional career, you know, I'm not saying you're gonna stay in that specific job <laughs> till the day that you die. Um, obviously, you're gonna pivot, you're gonna adapt, you're gonna try new things, but um, we're in this game of life for the long haul. We know that, and we just wanna help share that perspective with you guys and make sure that all of you are just loving each and every day that you have, you know, on this, on this earth and, and, and in all that you guys do. Um, so embrace the journey guys, 
you know, don't don't let yourself be defined by one specific area of your life or one specific identity of your life. Be adaptable, you know, and always always search for a better version of yourself. Always be achieving and looking toward being the best you you can be because all those areas of your life, business, professional, social, will all fall into place. So we hope, you know, you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah, and one thing I wanted to say, last but not least, very cheesy quote, but it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Yeah. Um, But I also wanted to add, with it being Memorial Day weekend, number one, happy Memorial Day weekend. I hope you guys are having fun, enjoying your day off tomorrow. We'll be working per usual. But I also wanted to add that we didn't do an episode on how to navigate Memorial Day weekend, but we did a whole episode on how to navigate on vacation, and the same rules still apply. You can listen back to that episode and help you navigate this holiday weekend, no matter what you're doing. Be safe, have fun, and we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Absolutely, guys. Don't forget to leave us a review, five-star review, and your thoughts on the episode. Be uh, Definitely be sharing on your stories what you guys took away from this. We hope you know it impacted you in your own unique way and you can take some value from it. So be tuning in next week. Peace out.